guys, welcome back to the Boys Podcast, episode 23, that might be right. It's been a while, <laughs> been about two months, but the whole squad's here. Delby, Buddha, Carl, me, and it's playoff season in the National Football League. We gonna break down and preview all six games for this upcoming weekend, plus preview the National Championship for the college football season, and then, you know, we'll throw some other stuff in there. Delby and Buddha will probably argue about something, you know how it is. Alrighty, Delby, Buddha. Since y'all's teams are in the NFC East, we're gonna start there. Sounds as good. the what champions, a, what, a, what a great year! As the champions of the NFC East, the Washington Football Team will host Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Delby, I'll give you the floor first. Um. You, okay, I think. That this game's actually going to be a, a actually pretty good game. I think it's going to be like a real football game. Um, I mean, just, how, how what, what kind of a football game would it be? Fantasy football? <laughs> okay. I just mean like old school football game. Uh, as in the uh, fact because of Washington's DD and the Bucks having the seventh best offense in the NFL, I think um, their defense is just going to slow. The Buccaneers down, but um, I don't know. I see Brady just being Brady and yeah. all those. It's also something where offense. it's like very difficult to try to bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs. Okay, true. Tom Brady in the playoffs with Gronk, might we add? We're Gronk not. ain't done nothing, bro. But dude, Gronk and him in the playoffs. Just remember, so remember, you said he he should have been a ninety-five overall. Yeah, where's he at now? Like, a, yeah, bro, he really should. What reason for him to say he's not a top ten tight end in the NFL anymore? Oh, that's, anyway, that's, I, I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be a good game. I think it's gonna be close at first, and then the Bucks are pulled away. I think the final score is gonna be twenty-four ten Bucks. I like it, Buddha. I mean, first and foremost. I'd like to make a little side note before I even uh, go into anything. Here we go. We already knew going into this with the uh, with no OTAs, no preseason, um, really no really no start for any team to really get, get prepared for this season. This uh, this blender, this COVID blender, we all had to get thrown into uh, with all the precautions, with all the injuries, with that every team faced, with all the COVID uh, positive cases. So really, I mean, this season we. Oh, I don't, no one really cares. You know, I'm just I'm just waiting for the draft. You know, I'm waiting for the next reason when, no when the season's going to be real. Like when it's going to be real. Yeah, you know, can't you make know this up. We're, we're, we're thinking about next season. We're thinking about the real season that's going to come so, up. We already know. So, hold on, we had, hold we had on. A year, we had a year to prepare with COVID and everything. We, we know how we can schedule things. We know how we can do it right. We can have a full season, a full preseason. So, hey, then after that, whoever wins that, that Super Bowl next year, hey. They'll be so. Hey, Buddha. Back to usual. So, hey, Buddha. Question: Would you have this same mindset if uh, if y'all had beaten the Giants and a some team in here wouldn't have thrown a game? Um, you know, I don't like to think about the what ifs and the so uh, so have nots. We lost the game. We are eliminated from playoff contention. We sucked this year. Like I said, looking forward to the draft and looking forward for the actual regular season next year, the normal season, not this fake little Super Bowl they call it this year. Uh, whoever wins it, uh, play the Chiefs. Oh, man, I'm I, uh, can I say something real quick? Yeah, dude, go ahead. You have yet to answer the question about the Bucks 
and Redskins get uh, Buccaneers going to win. Uh, Washington's going to give them a pretty good fight. They got a good defense line. We already know, as we know, as they should have a good defense line. Honestly, they should not, not let the qu- uh, quarterback throw it any single time. Uh, last I checked, every single one of those players are all first round draft picks. Uh, yep. Therefore, they should be playing like ones, and that for they actually have been here recently. So they should give them a good chance. Once again, this is Brady here in the playoffs. He actually has talent this year, unlike last year when he really didn't have anybody, for being honest. Uh, I think it's going to be scrappy, like Delby said. I mean, I still think the Bucks are going to come out and win it. I mean, but we could also see, I could also see this football team pulling it out. But like I said, I got the Bucks winning it. All right, Carl? Well, boys. Uh-oh. He's pulling. He's going to whirlwind on it. Yeah, well, one of us is going to pick the football team. And it's not me. And it's, Wait, which one? It's going to be me. Which football oh, team? The one that happens to play in Landover, Maryland. Ah, that one. Yeah. I think, I, I honestly think the defense is going to be too much. For Brady? Yeah, I do. I don't know, see, man. See, is Mike Evans playing? Does anyone know? I doubt it. He's questionable. From uh, also, Brady lost his center, I think, Shipley. Yeah, A.Q. Shipley. So that, that, that's a huge Here's blow. the thing. Washington has the defense to beat them, and they also – Alex Smith is a veteran. If Alex Smith doesn't turn the ball over and they can keep – Dude, I, I just get freaked field. out when he plays, bro. Me too, I, bro. I do too. Every time I'm going to cry a little bit. He's a game manager. That's a, that's how I see him. I don't think he's. I don't think it's enough to beat him. I really don't. <laughs> also, yeah, here's game, the thing, though. Game manager, here's man. Kind of like the one that's probably going to go to Indy, like here, your whack old quarterback. Here, here, here is the thing. About, I'm insulted, but not all at the same time. Here is the thing. Do you though. want him? Washington oh, has the that. defense, but they also have the run game to keep Brady off the field with Antonio Gibson. Um, but I'm kind of on the verge of with Delby. I think Washington keeps this close up until the fourth quarter, really. Tampa's main issue is that they're not going to have Devin White. And they might have Shaquille Barrett. just depends on if he passes protocols. Um, Tampa hasn't had a crazy pass rush. They're insanely good against the run, which is probably what's going to decide this game. But... As much as I want Alex Smith to win a playoff game just for the feel-good story. Oh, uh, by the way, they should rename the Comeback Player of the Year award after Alex Smith. Um, But I've got Tampa as well. Um, I just think they're rolling on all cylinders right now. I think they can overcome the elite defense that is the football team. But, uh, yeah. What's your score prediction? I've got Tampa. Actually, I'm sorry. I've Go got ahead, Tampa twenty four to thirteen over the Washington football team. I have Washington twenty eight twenty four. Oof, I like it. But yeah, I, I think it's gonna be a lot closer than people think. All right. Um. All right, let's go to the only person on this podcast whose team is actually in the playoffs. Look at that. <laughs> As the Indianapolis Colts squeak into the playoffs as the seventh seed, and they will travel to Buffalo to take on the 13-3 Buffalo Bills, who are arguably the second-best team in the National Football League right now. I'm trying to figure out what happened to Buddha. Yeah, this happens all the time. Anyway, 
I'm going to let Carl take the floor on the Colts and Bills since they're his team. And me, Boone, and Debbie will go afterwards. All right. Let's see. Indianapolis goes to Buffalo. As Ian said, probably the second best team in football. The Buffalo Bills have been in the last couple weeks. Josh Allen is really slinging the rock. I'm going to get all this out before Bode gets back so he can just destroy Josh Allen because I know it's going to happen. Um, I realistically think we have a chance to win this game, but it's, we're going to have to slow down Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. I don't know if we can do that, though. <clears throat> realistically speaking, I have, I, I have the Buffalo Bills winning 23-16. And... This will be the last game of Philip Rivers' career. All right, I'm gonna go, and then I'm gonna let Delby go. I'm gonna let Buddha go last because I know his thoughts and process. Yeah, we know how Buffalo the, feels about Buffalo. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, like Carl said, the Colts' way to win this game is their defense because the Bills don't really have a running game, but they have Stephon Diggs, and Stephon Diggs. Stat-wise, was the best wide receiver in football this year. Josh Allen, outside of maybe a two- to three-week stretch in the middle of the year, has been exceptional. Their defense has gotten better as the season has progressed. The Colts will not win this game if their defense does not show up. They will not win in a shootout against this offense. Um, no. <clears throat> But I also think... The Colts to win games, Phillip Rivers does n- cannot turn the ball over. And exactly. Tredavious White is on the other side of the field. <clears throat> as is both of their safeties, whose names are missing me at the moment. Micah Hyde and Jordan, po- Jordan Poyer. Yes, they're ball hawks. They have a pass rush. I just don't see a way when Indianapolis wins this game. I think this game is close, but I think the lack of offense from the Colts might end up costing them. Also, Jonathan Taylor needs to carry the ball at least 20 times in this game. The a difference in this game, too, is going to be that it's in Buffalo. And, with fans? And, and Jen, yeah, fans. With fans. No, it doesn't matter. It's only going to be like a few thousand. It's 6,000, actually. but A um, few thousand, 6,000. He's better than zero, dude. Oh, um, difference. Anyway. That's that college education so, he was on before we got on. Just so you know. <laughs> I didn't mention this with the Bucks and Tan- with the Bucks and uh, the football team, but this is actually the first ever meeting in the playoffs between Buffalo and Indianapolis. Also helps that you know the Bills didn't make the playoffs for a solid twenty five years. When the Bills were good, the Colts were bad. The Colts got good, and the Bills were horrible. Um, yeah, um, I've got. I think this game's close for a half, but I think the Bull. I- I almost said the Bulls, LOL. The Bills pull away in the second half, 35-20. Buffalo advances. Yeah. I'm, okay, so I don't think the game's going to be that close, I think. Um, just, from what I, just, just from what I saw Sunday, them dropping 56 on a 10-win Miami team with how they have, have had a great defense all year. That's really led them to do a lot of wins. He's got up, a point. Didn't really show out, but um, I mean, yeah, they'd, they'd be on a ten win or ten win streak, uh, game win streak if Hopkins hadn't caught that uh, hail mary. So heading to the playoffs, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I think the Bills are the second best team in the NFL right now. I think they're going to meet 
the Chiefs at Arrowhead in the AFC Championship, and that's going to be an awesome game if they play. Um, but, yeah, I have the Bills winning 35-17. Uh, to 17. All right, this has got to get fun. Hey, how do you feel about Josh Allen? Yeah, uh, uh, we're not even going to talk about that. I mean, here's the thing. Y'all are missing it. You're missing Don't it. Don't say it. You are Don't missing say what you said today. Second, you are missing the second coming of Derrick Henry. That is Jonathan Taylor. The man is hitting on all cylinders. He's got a point. He's hitting on all cylinders. He, I, like he, The way he bounces off tackle, it's like a mixture of Zeke and Saquon. Like, I don't know what else y'all are seeing on the field. What talk about this year's Zeke or like? Oh uh, no, I'm talking pre Cabo, pre Cabo, pre Cabo. Oh, pre Cabo. Okay. Yeah, pre Cabo. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Here's my thing, Carl. You probably know this because you probably follow the ASC well because you're a Colts fan. How are the Bills doing against teams that have solid running backs? How well are they doing? Stop the run. They can stop it. They can't stop. They're bottom They can't 10, stop but... it. Big Nose. You're mm-hmm. telling me Big Nose himself. He ain't making plays fly around the field, making that tackle in the run game. What's up with that? So, who, who's, who do y'all have on your field? Who are y'all? It's clicking. Jonathan Taylor? Okay, yeah, that's right. It's going to be a ground and pound game here. Right, you're here forgetting about, you're forgetting about my boys team, Patrick. McAfee for the brands, okay? That Indianapolis mojo, okay? You don't understand. It's just special. It's just something special. The Bills are hot garbage. They always choke in the Stop. big games. I, I don't care about the regular season. Don't record. do it's that. You're, it's a whole new you're making a good it's a whole new You're making a great You know what kind of season this is? That. You know what this kind of season this is? Postseason. You know how well the Bills do in the postseason? They you know, suck. the Cowboys do well in the postseason. They just suck in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Oh, yeah. either way, though, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna get first round and they're going to get sent home and their little flipping Bills Mafia fans can't meet the stupid airport with the thousands of fans. We don't care. I don't care. Okay, they're going to get first oh, round. Man, I love this it's so going to be over with. I got my boys. I got the Indianapolis Colts, the team I'm rooting for in the playoffs this season. They're going to win 21 to 14. Three tutters. That's it. I love it. Okay. Jonathan Taylor's showing four of them. I'll put five dollars on the game. Hey, listen here. I'll put five dollars on the game. You know who else is clicking right now? The man that has the best dreads in the league, T.Y. Hilton. The man's been in the league for fifteen years, but he's clicking right now. He's been nice the last part of the season. I gotta give it to him. I don't. I don't know what it is, dude. I'm just feeling it. I got that feeling. You want to put five bucks on the game? I'm not betting nothing because I'm a Christian man. I'm a Christian man. Hold on. Before, all right, all right, all right. Before we get go on, I will say to your point, Jonathan Taylor has been a top five running back the last seven weeks of the regular season. Uh, It shows in the yardage. He's like third in the league this year in yardage with over 1,100. Yep. Um, But I. I don't agree with your Bill's opinion, but I agree with the fact that Jonathan Taylor is a dog. And I crapped all over the Colts for picking him in the second round. Mm, I'm glad I was wrong, and Carl was too. Yep. Anyway, all right, this is the point of the podcast where Carl does not trust me to speak well. 
No, I don't. Um, the Chicago Bears will travel to New Orleans to face the Saints in what looks like the Saints' last push for a Super Bowl under the Drew Brees era. I'm going to go first, but there will be no crap talking on the Saints here because this is going to be an ass-whooping. Um, the Bears literally snuck into the playoffs. Literally, they got obliterated by Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers and snuck in because the Rams, with a no-name backup quarterback, beat the Arizona Cardinals. As far as Chicago, it's been tumultuous all season. Their defense hasn't been as good as it usually is. The whole thing with Trubisky and Nick Foles, um, the Allen Robinson drama, uh, the one good thing for them this year was the emergence of David Montgomery late in the year. He's been fantastic. Um, they finally learned how to use him. He plays better when Mitchell Trubisky is under center. Mitchell Trubisky is this year, and before Delby but has a fit for what I'm about to say, this year Mitchell Trubisky has been better than Nick Foles. This year. Agreed. He's not a better overall quarterback than Nick Foles because Nick Foles has a Super Bowl ring and a Super Bowl MVP. Anyway. Uh, you hear with, that, buddy? With that said, <laughs> with that said, Chicago's two games with Green Bay this season were just, were just ass-kickings. And this is going to be no different. Um, they have met twice in the playoffs, one in the early 90s and the NFC Championship game in 2007. Uh, the Bears pretty much dominated that game, and then they went on to lose to the Colts in the Super Bowl. Damn you, Rex Grossman. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just I don't think this is close. The Bears' offense is okay, but they're facing one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, I think the Saints have the offense to get it done. Um, Alvin Kamara has been ridiculous this year. Drew Brees doesn't really need to do much. I've got the Saints 35-9 to over the Bears. Wow. Sorry, Dad. Uh, I think, so, I, I, my, uh, my dad and my brother, they're Bears fans, and I watched the Green Bay game. Um, that game was actually a pretty close game until... Um, the third quarter? Really, really, stop, the, stop. the beginning of the fourth quarter. Stop. Um, they were down by, what, four or five, and they yeah, were driving down the field. They got, like... They were four for four and four down. Hey, Rodgie's. Hey, Rodgie's had. Rodgie's had them right where they wanted from the get go. Okay, don't. Doesn't oh, matter. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying they. They. They had a close game until the game of the fourth because of their play calling. It's terrible. Um. Yeah, I mean, I. I think. I do think Chicago's going to put up some points, but uh, with them playing Sunday and um, Kamara coming back. Uh, I just think it's going to be too much for the Bears. I think I do think it'll be closer than Big E's score, but um, I think it was going to, it's going to be 34-20 uh, Saints. 28-10, case closed. That's all I have to say. Blowout. Saints are going to kill it in home game. I mean, it's just the way it is. Drew Brees is Drew Brees in the playoffs. He's playing, That's a, fair. He's, play, he's playing a whack Bears team. It's whatever. Uh, 27-10 New Orleans. Yeah, there's really not going to be much debate here. Um, we all agree that the fact that the Bears are... Well, can we all agree that this would be a game that the Bears would win? Yes. Yes. Like, like they have no reason to, but they're going to fall into it. 
Here, yeah, just like how they fell into the playoffs. Here's the thing, though, and it's like, you know, everybody every year picks the Saints to go to the Super Bowl and win it. They're a regular season team. They've proven that over the last three postseasons where they've been knocked out by teams that should not have beaten them. The Rams Stop. NFC. The, hold on. Don't, don't bring that up. I'm not bringing it up. I'm excluding the 2018 NFC title game. I'm talking about the Minneapolis Miracle and one of the worst def- defensive paid played plays I've ever seen. And I'm talking about last year against a Minnesota team they should have killed and got beat in their own stadium by Kirk Cousins, who is notorious for not showing up in big games. Prime time, Kirk. <laughs> so I you do like think that. that we all agree that you the Saints like are that. winning this game. You like that. We also agree that the Saints are winning this game. But it's going to get real interesting in the divisional round, whoever they're going to play, and see if they can actually produce in the postseason. Because this is Drew Brees' final couple games. No, we all agree on that. Let's go to a rematch from last year's playoffs. Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans host Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Titans are in Carl's division, so I'll let him go first. Um, so it's going to be the Ravens versus Derrick Henry. Yep, just like it was last year. Derrick Henry, over 2,000 yards this year. One hell of a Green Bay Packers defense defensive play away from breaking the rushing record. If the Packers don't hold him to like 45 yards, that record's his. Um... Baltimore Ravens, speaking of running ball, are the best rushing team in the league. They had they had almost 400 rushing yards last week as a team. I do think this is gonna, probably going to be the best game of the weekend, though. Oh, without a doubt. Oh, without a doubt, agreed. Uh, I have Baltimore 31-28, late, late field goal. Here's the thing. The Ravens are on fire right now. Lamar... Yeah is doing what Lamar does best, <clears throat> running the ball and passing off play action. The reason Lamar did not as well this season is because they were trying to make him do something that he's do- he's not proficient in, and that's throw the ball 30-plus times a game. And when you where, have- are they playing? where are they playing at? Tennessee. 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 And when you have J.K. Dobbins <clears throat> behind, behind you, J.K. Dobbins, as expected, has been sensational. I mean, he had, what, 170 yards rushing last week? Yep. Here's the thing. Here's the key to this game, why I think the Baltimore Ravens are going to win this game. Tennessee Titans have zero pass rush, and the run defense is suspect. You want to know what the Baltimore Ravens do better than anybody else in the National Football League? Run the ball. They had 300-something rushing yards last week. And it's not just Lamar and Dobbins. You have Gus Edwards. They do a lot of sweeps and stuff. (laughs) Jet sweeps. We all love those, don't we, Deli Buddha? Um, (laughs) but yeah, um, as far as their playoff history, they have met four times in the playoffs. The home team has never won any of the games. They met in 2000, Ravens won 24 to 10. That was also the year they won their first Super Bowl championship. Tennessee won 20 to 17 in 03. Tennessee got upset by an eight win Ravens team in 2008. And last year, obviously, Derrick Henry went crazy but, and everywhere. Was 2008 the Kerry Collins Tennessee year? Yes, it was. Where they, they won like 12 games for no reason? Yeah, they were 13 yeah. and 3 and lost 13 to 10 to Baltimore in the playoffs. Yeah. 
Um, and obviously with the road team winning every game in the playoffs, I'm in agreement with Carl. I think that continues. I've got the Ravens 24 to 19. Here's my thing. As we all know, what determines Tennessee's success? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. And as we all know with Derrick Henry, he has very specific patterns like many players. If you see him during the game, he starts off well. He's beating on players. He's going to do that all game long. That's a, He's going to rush for 200, over 100 yards, you know, go off. If he starts off slow, he typically doesn't have a decent game. That's historically just the way he runs the football. Nashville, apparently, what, what are they playing? Are they playing Saturday or Sunday? Which game do they have? Early window Sunday. Early window Sunday. This is the early part of the day. Yeah. Yeah, so either way, high during Nashville is going to be about 38. Everyone knows it's already tough to tackle in the cold as it is, but especially tackling a bigger back, I think he's going to just have a day. I think it's going to be one of those things. I think the Ravens can keep up running-wise. I think it's going to be close. But I I, I think Derrick Henry is just one of those finishing backs where he's just going to keep beating it down, just keep that possession clock going down. And he's just going to run it out. I mean, that, that it, it's hard to stop. That's why everyone always tries to keen in on a running game. With no matter what team you play, you got to stop the run. But I think it's going to be probably like a twenty-eight, twenty-one game. It's going to be a lot of running. I mean, it's probably going to be all running. If anything, you'll see a, maybe a little bit of tight end action. I mean, Baltimore. That's all they ever do, anyways. But I think I think the Ravens are going to lose. That's just my opinion. Uh. I'm with Biggie and Carl. I think um, with how the Titans played against the Texans in uh, the final week of the regular season going into overtime against them was just made me nervous uh, with them. But I mean, the tit- to be fair to your point, Delby, the Titans were one blown coverage away from potentially losing to the Texans last week. Yes. Also, <clears throat> one thing to... Uh kind of keep in mind is the Titans outside of Derrick Henry. Yes, A.J. Brown and Corey Davis have been good, but uh, the Baltimore Ravens have two of the best corners in the National Football League. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think just the Titans, all they, they'll have Derrick Henry, but I just think Lamar and them are too hot right now to uh, stop. I have them winning uh, 24-17. Better mute yourself, brother. Peter, what are you doing? <laughs> this is classic. We have no edits around here. No, Better mute yourself, dog. Dude, I didn't even realize that I talked to my dang one headphones. My bad. My apologies. <laughs> He's just gonna have to clip it. Good thing you didn't divulge any kind of weird secrets that you that be on the name podcast, man? I, I couldn't I, hear what you said. Oh. Anyway, don't oh, we go ahead. Another thing Ravens are done for this Baltimore uh Tennessee game is that if it does come down to a kicking game, Baltimore is always gonna have an advantage. Yeah, Justin Tucker. Easily Justin Tucker. Um yeah, um, I, I do agree with everybody that it's going to be probably the best playoff game of the weekend. It's either going to be the best or it's going to literally be like 
thirteen to ten, and they're just going to run the ball for a combined eighty times. Yeah. All righty. Um, we have a divisional matchup, third meeting this season. The LA Rams travel to Seattle to take on Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. <clears throat> this game's interesting because it all depends who starts at quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams. If Jared Goff plays, the Rams have a chance. If he does not play, this is going to be a massacre. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they've met a lot since their division rivals, but if playoffs are concerned, they've met one time. Uh, they met in 2005. Rams defeated Seattle 27-20 in the wild card round. Uh, Who was the Rams quarterback in 2005? Oh, boy, that is a damn good question. <laughs> and why were they in the playoffs? That is a good question. Rams quarterback in 2005. Still playing? What? Like Isaac Bruce and all, I'm still playing for the Rams. And Kurt, well, not now. Kurt was Mark Bolger. Was it Mark Bolger? I think it was Mark Bolger. Yes, it was Mark Bolger, and the backup was a young Ryan Fitzpatrick. Look at that. Wait, when was Steven Jackson in the picture? Around like, that oh, time. Eight to... Yeah, it was 07 or 08. But, um, yeah, like I said, it depends on if Jared Goff plays. Because if Jared Goff plays, the Rams have a chance. You all, I mean, the Rams have Aaron Donald, so that always helps. Uh, the Seahawks' offensive line hasn't been good in 10 years. It's never been good. Russell Wilson has never played behind a good offensive line. It's always running. Every play. Every, every play is running play. for his every play. play. I mean, but, it works out for him. I mean, receivers can get off a, a corners real easy. I mean, so... Yeah, I just... Even with even with golf, I don't think the Rams win this game because Seattle. I don't know what has happened to their defense, but that the, oh, but that defense at the beginning of the year that was so bad is nowhere to be found. Um, Jamal Adams. I mean, y'all saw how excited he was. He might not play though. He got no, hurt he's playing Sunday. He's playing. He's playing. Okay, yeah, he's I didn't playing. know. His chance to finally play a playoff game. He's going to do everything he can. Try to quarter zone, everything he needs for the game. I'd as be, long uh, as they don't pull a Tyrod Taylor, he'll be fine. Right? Okay, he'll be yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think Seattle's offense does enough. I think the Rams play good defensively. But offensively, I just don't think they have enough to contend with Lockett and Metcalf and Wilson and Carson if he's playing. Um, I've got... I've got the Seahawks twenty-one to ten over the Rams. What? Sorry. I mean, I mean, Seahawks. Like I said, I think I think they'll have a chance. I think they'll definitely have a chance to kick the crap out of the Rams, whether or not Jared Goff plays. Uh, I don't want to give either team. A lot of scoring, probably like a twenty-one fourteen game. And I think it's gonna be, it's gonna look a lot closer what the game actually is gonna be. I think it's gonna be an open football game. I mean, but both of the teams kind of been playing like not really fundamentally sound football. It seems like so. I think it's just gonna be one the of the only thing that is gonna hurt Seattle is the fact that in the two games this year, DK Metcalf has been non-existent because he's been taken out of the game by Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey is the best corner in the league. Agreed. So, just push DK to the side. It's what can the Rams do against Tyler Lockett? Historically, they have not played Tyler Lockett well. No. So, that's going to be the key because... 
The Rams, and I said about their defense, they have two of the best defensive players in the league. But when it comes to DK, he's going to get taken out of the game. So <clears throat> the Rams are going to need to find a running game, a.k.a. Cam Akers. And they're basically just going to have to keep Russell Wilson off the field. Mm-hmm. And I don't see him doing that. I... I actually have Los Angeles winning. I like it. If Jared Goff plays, I think it's going to make a difference. I have Los Angeles 30 to 20. What about you? I think, get, I think they get out ahead early and just maintain. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of field goals in this game. I feel like whenever the Seahawks play, it's always like a weird score. That makes sense. So, always um, a weird score and always comes down to the final seconds. Yeah. Um, the showing up. But what did you say? Are you saying the brand's going to be showing up a lot during this game? Yes. Yeah. Okay, we're live. Uh, I just think Seattle's defense is nice now. Their offense is not that amazing as it was at the beginning of the season. Um, but I think uh, Seattle – Pulls through regardless of who plays at quarterback. Um, Seventeen to thirteen, Seattle. Yeah, so uh, it's definitely probably going to be the lowest scoring game of the weekend. Maybe even thirteen ten. Shoot, I don't even know. Or ten to nine or something. <laughs> Something's <laughs> dumb. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. Uh, hey, as long as it's not like the Alabama LSU national championship game, we'll be fine. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Alrighty, the last NFL playoff game of the week. You definitely know it's nuts when the Cleveland Browns are in the damn playoffs. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, the Browns, also on a note, will not have a couple coaches, including their head coach, Kevin Stefanski, due to COVID protocols. Browns have had a lot of COVID cases recently, so and they just played the Steelers team a week ago, but that was without like half of Pittsburgh's starters. And Pittsburgh still almost won that game. So there is that. These teams obviously are division <laughs> rivals. Browns are in the playoffs for the first time since 2002. Pittsburgh has had a falling off since starting 11-0. I said it all season. They were one of the weakest undefeated teams in recent memory. And it's shown ever since they got embarrassed by the Washington football team. <laughs> and the, the- Dallas Cowboys I knew that was That's it. fair. I'll give it The Dallas Cowboys lost that game. You're right, but we probably played them to that set of any, any, play any team, honestly. That's fair. Um, I just lost to Louisville, by the way. <laughs> they've met twice in the playoffs, one in 1994 and nonchalant. The Pittsburgh Steelers are the team that last beat the Browns on their last playoff appearance <laughs> in 2002. In 94, Pittsburgh defeated the Browns 29-9. to uh, Pittsburgh would go on to the FC title game to lose to the Chargers the following week. And in 2002, they came back from 24-7 to down and won 36-33. Pittsburgh would end up losing to the Titans the following week. Um, I think this game is insanely close. Just like how it was last week, I think the two teams are pretty much even. Pittsburgh's got a good defense. Miles Garrett and Cleveland has a good defense. Um, the Browns have the best running game in the league outside of the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Baker Mayfield just has to be smart. Not do too much, not turn the ball over. 
easier said than done against a Pittsburgh defense that TJ Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick are notorious for committing or getting turnovers and getting sacks. Um, I think Pittsburgh is going to pull it out, but I think it's close, and I think it comes down to a last-second field goal from Pittsburgh's kicker. 24-21 Steelers. Hmm. I, uh, I have the Browns in this one, surprisingly. I Let's go. Browns, Browns winning a playoff game. I like I like the Browns. I like what they bring. I think not having their coach is going to be tough on them. Um, but that run game is just too nasty. Um, they got their receivers. Um, I think Baker's going to – I don't think he's going to play his best game, but I think he's going to play an okay game. It's going to be close. Um I think the Steelers have to move the ball down the field and not throw, you know, have been Big Ben throwing two yard passes. Um, but yeah, I have the Browns winning twenty three twenty. I like it. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. I'm going. I I've got Pittsburgh thirty five twenty four. I was happy for the Brownies. You know, they made the playoffs. Congratulations to them. But at the end of the day, they're just going to be the same old crappy Browns. They they lost their play caller. Okay, he's gone. He's got the vid. He's got the 19, the whole 1-9. It's just tough. I mean, teams that have gone into situations like that. it's It's also tough to pick the Browns in the playoffs. Delphi did it. He made it sound easy. But here's the well, thing. Yeah. You got to go with the dogs sometimes. I, I agree with you, I think the Steelers are the most overrated team in the NFL this year. I truly do. But at the end of the day, this is just the game for the Browns to lose. They don't have a play card going into this. Everyone knows going into it, they have the strong run game. They're going to stop the run. Then what are they going to have? Nothing. Because Baker doesn't know how to do anything except hand the ball off because he's a mediocre quarterback at best. If 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 Pittsburgh stops the run and forces Cleveland to throw the ball, it could get ugly. Yeah, it's gonna get it's gonna get bad. That's why I think it's gonna be about a twenty eight ten game. I think the Steelers are gonna run away with it, but they're gonna get smacked the next week. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, but it's just interesting to see the Browns in the playoffs. It's gonna be interesting to see how they deal with the pressure of a playoff game because I know a lot of people on that roster have not been. In a playoff game, period. Um, as long as no one's bashing each other with a helmet, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So it's also crazy having six wild card games for the first time. Yeah, I think awesome. Um, so just got to touch on something real quick. Oh boy. Um. So. How long does it take before this locker room issues forces Doug Peterson out of Philly? Oh, he's already gone, dude. He's he needs to be gone. Don't even. I don't need anyone else speaking on this issue besides me. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it's not going to happen, though. I'm going to speak on it once he's finished talking. This was single-handedly the most embarrassing, worst dog shit decision <laughs> I have ever witnessed as, a, as an Eagle fan. And I've been through Chip Kelly and the firing <laughs> of Andy Reid. <laughs> I'm weak. I, I feel I you, though, honest, man. I 
honestly don't know how Doug Peterson is still head coach right now. I really don't. I Look, dude, you play the game one way. You play to win. That's how you play. I don't care if you informed your team prior, but everyone was surprised. And this has nothing to – I don't care about the Giants fans being mad because that's on them. They were put, they put themselves in that position to for that game. You know, win more than six games and you could maybe be – you wouldn't have to depend on their team to get you in the playoffs. But for him to not even try to hide it or anything and just be in a close game, go for it on fourth and goal when you can kick a field goal to tie the game and then put in Nate Sudfield – who has no business being on an NFL roster, period. I don't care if he's been on a team for three years or not. And you put him out there over Jalen Hurts when we're deciding on Carson Wentz and Hurts in general. I just, yeah, I was upset. and it. it it's also it like sucks. divided the locker room and the players was were pissed off about it. And the fact Hurts, that Travis Kelsey was, and Zach Ertz played their last games as an Eagle, yes. that's how you're going to go it, out. It, it, like, why are you going to scrap with, with Doug Peterson? They had to be held back. Two defensive players. Love to see it. But, yeah, this year is, yeah. On the terms of what you said, the Giants fans just need to stop. Because if you wanted to win the division, win more than six games. Um, But, yeah, I wasn't a fan of it either. I mean, it was downright (laughs) full-on tank in front of everyone's eyes to see. Sixth pick, though. Devontae Smith and Jamar Chase. I hope. Um. Yeah, and we'll touch on Devontae Smith here in a second. Um, But, yeah, I thought it was an embarrassment. Um, I think if Doug Peterson continues down this road, the Eagles front office is going to have no choice but to fire him because he's dividing the locker room and the Eagles are already having issues with the Carson Wentz-Jalen Hurts situation. Uh, Eagles offseason is going to be interesting because right now it is a dumpster fire behind the scenes up there. I mean, basically, what what uh, Doug Peterson did is just basically set a bag of poop on fire and just rung the doorbell for the whole entire uh, Eagles organization for the next fifteen years. Honestly, in my opinion, fifteen. I think, yeah, I, mean, I think y'all are gonna be hot garbage probably for that. How, how long it's gonna take for a rebuild? Because that's what you need. A complete rebuild. <laughs> you would know. It's uh, been twenty-five, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got, you got a quarterback that's getting paid thirty-five mil. That's I mean, basically the equivalent of a recycling bin uh, or garbage can, per se. You know, uh, he he needs to go somewhere where he can just sit into in the woods and just hunt and do do what he does best. Actually, which from what I hear, he's going to be playing Indianapolis next year. So we'll see how that goes. Your franchise, you do need to build and center your franchise around the quarterback, kind of like what the Texans need to do with uh, Jalen Hurts, with Sean Watson, then in Houston. Um, I think I need to do it with Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts is a dog. I already told you that. Uh, but you need a calendar. You have to look. He's his his accuracy has been very questionable. That's all. Either way, either way, it's a red flag. But he has been. He's he has been wrong. Uh, the football team's probably going to be the only contention for us next year when we have our uh, stacked, healthy uh, squad. No, for here we go. Oh, uh, my God! We're not going to talk about that because we're going to wait for uh, the comeback player, the new comeback player of the year. Everyone's going to forget about <laughs> Everyone's going to forget about Alex. Make this shit uh, up. Everyone, everyone's going to forget when Dak comes back and wins MVP and wins the Super Bowl. Um, uh, guys, okay. he's being sarcastic. Thank, thank God this is recorded and oh, I can come back I to this. I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. Oh, no, I'm being dead serious. Dak Prescott, comeback player Dak, of the year. Jack will be comeback player. Super Bowl MVP. It's just that. However, however, this is this is this is all I have to say. 
Will it be in a Dallas Cowboys jersey? No, oh, here we go. I don't think it will be. I don't think it will be, man. Dude, Jerry Jones is literally having a conversation with Dak and be like, here's a check, write whatever you want on it. Yeah, and here's a check, write whatever number you're on it, and screw your organization for 10 years. Because you decided to pay Amari Cooper $100 million. Just so the football team couldn't have him. There would be a coaching player for some team and be a number two receiver like he is right now. I think he's a heck of a player still, but he's not better than CD or Gallup at this point. It's just the way it is. I will say this. I will say this. The Eagles and Delby, we've talked about this. Carson Wentz will not be on the Eagles roster on the start of week one because he will I be. I don't think about any roster. He'll probably be playing in the Canadian Football League next year, honestly. Let me finish. Carson Wentz next year will be the starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. Mark don't, my words. Don't, don't wish that upon Carl. Don't do that. Carson Wentz isn't bad, dude. He just had dude, one bad season. Oh, my God. Carl, y'all be all right with Y'all be all right with him. I honestly God thinks that if he goes to Indy, it'll be okay. No, we won't. He needs to change his scenery. He needs to get away from Sorry, tell me that dumpster fire that is the Eagles. It's bad. All right, all right, all right. I don't know how you go from Super Bowl champs to this three years later. You know why? Because your organization's hot garbage. That's why. All right, all right, all right. Enough. I just wanted to discuss on that. Let's go over to the college football world. Devontae Smith wins the 2020-2021 Heisman Trophy. First wide receiver to win the award since Desmond Howard did it in 1991. Um, well-deserved. I would have been high-key pissed if he didn't win because I don't think any of the other three quarterbacks really deserved it. Like, you can obviously, oh, Mac Jones just throwing in the ball, like, whatever, but Devontae was ridiculous. Now, Devontae does not win this award if Jalen Waddle does not get hurt. That being said, still happy for him, still think he deserves it. Speaking of Alabama, let's break down the natty. Alabama, Ohio State for the national championship, scheduled to be on Monday, but might get pushed back. I just want to hear y'all's thoughts because I have my own, obviously. I doubted Ohio State against Clemson, and boy, was I wrong. So I want to hear y'all's thoughts on our national Zero defense, a total of 120 points is going to be awful. But it's going to be a game that Bama is going to win because it's just the way it's going to roll. Justin Fields is not that good of a quarterback. The Manchester six touchdowns. And dude, he was th- every time he threw, he was in pain, bro. That's that's tough. That's great, man. Yeah, I'm sure he just showed up, just showing up this whole next game completely fine, right? Because he was just so hurt, he was just going through so much. That's a whole other discussion. We're not talking. We're not talking about his. I uh, I think it's going to be. Uh, the first half, it's going to be a great game. Second half, Alabama's just going to open a can it's of whoop ass on. It's going to be Alabama all day long. They're just too nice, dude. They're they're too nice with the, their, their trio, their quarterback. And then Especially if Jalen Waddle plays in this game. Yeah. 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 Heisman, that means something. And, that, and the Alabama just so um, have to have that receiver on their football team. So I have Alabama winning. I recall Buddha saying that the Heisman Trophy is the most overrated award in college football about two days. He did say that. 
And that's the person that wanted. What were we talking about, though? We were talking about something that had to do with that, though. No, 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 no. Trevor Lawrence being the greatest college quarterback of all time. Yeah, you're so wrong. So some year they'll just give it to a quarterback just because it's the namesake of a quarterback when really a running back or receiver should have won that year. It's like the MVP. I think they did it right this year. I think that Heisman did a great job this year. I think it should have gone to Smith. No, the debate we were having the other day was if Trevor Lawrence was – the greatest college football quarterback of all time. And, oh, no, not more. No, he, he would have won And Carl history, mentioned yeah. if he really was without the Heisman. But uh, hold on. Let's just settle that debate right now. The greatest college quarterback of all time is Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. It's Tebow. Of course. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think to Buddha's point, Heisman nailed it this year. I'm going to let Carl go into his analysis of this national championship game before I do. Okay, national championship game. This is just what Alabama does. It's it's rinse and repeat for Nick Saban and Tuscaloosa. They just have players. <laughs> Y'all know if you got players, you're gonna win games. Um, the very odd season in college football, like Buddha was saying with the with the NFL season earlier. I don't think they should push this game back if COVID protocols have been broken. That's on Ohio State. Yep. <laughs> Show up with what you got. Yes. Um, I, got, I got Alabama 41 to 35. Yeah. Um, so just to go into a little background on this game, um, Alabama is seeking its third college football playoff national championship. Um, if they win this game, it'll be their third in six years when they won in 2016 and 2018. Ah, I see. They dominate the BCS era. When it comes to Ohio State, they're looking for their second. Uh, they won the <laughs> they, they, of course, won the inaugural one in 2015. Which they, Zink could run the ball. I know. Yes, sir, baby. I, oh, 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 no. That's when Ohio State was on their third string quarterback. And their running back, Zeke, was off the walls, and they beat Alabama in the semifinal and then beat Oregon because Oregon decided to wear white and silver in the biggest game in program history. That's another topic for another Big day. E, you're telling me their jersey really had to do with the way that they played? No, the I'm just saying you don't wear non-school colors for a national championship. It makes no damn sense. Uh, well, they do a lot of wacky things, man. Um, as we said... As Buddha said, Bama is led by this offense. Devontae Smith, Mac Jones, Najee Harris, Jalen Waddle too, if he comes back. If Jalen Waddle plays in this game, Alabama's going to win. Najee Harris, I feel like I've been watching video of uh, highlights of Najee Harris huddle, like a uh, hurdle over dude since he was like a freshman in high school. He's a monster. Child, dude, sitting in there in the classroom watching it and on huddle. What year is he? Is he a sophomore? He's or a senior. Sophomore? Someone. He's a senior. I don't know, dude. Grow man. Senior. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he's been in school. He sat behind a lot of good running backs. Yeah. Y'all where he had like a press conference and he recognized that high school reporter that apparently like talked cash on his name and like the website or whatnot and he like called him out on it. It was a deep. Yeah. Um. Also, like Najee Harris with the way he's been playing. Also with the Ohio State's running back too. This is with Trey Sermon too. But more specifically, Najee Harris is making a case to be RB1 in this draft over Travis Etienne. Um, but Trey Sermon for Ohio State, if he keeps this up, is going to be a, a early day two pick. Yeah. But when it comes to it, um, Ohio State has played seven games this season. Alabama has played 12, I believe. 
So there's that. But the whole thing with Iowa State was they shouldn't have been in the playoff because of the games. Well, they proved last weekend why they are in the playoff. They beat the crap out of Clemson. Clemson just showed up so unprepared. Yeah. For that game. That was a weird football game. I've never they, seen them get smacked in the mouth like They that. were not prepared for this Ohio State team, which doesn't happen under Debo Sweeney. No. Like I was watching Clemson play on like the early that two thousand. Yeah. Yeah, they've uh met Alabama and Ohio State have only met on the field four times, three of them in the postseason. The nineteen seventy eight Sugar Bowl, which Alabama won thirty five to six. The 1995 Citrus Bowl, which Alabama won 24 to 17, and like we mentioned, the 2015 College Football Playoff Semifinal Sugar Bowl, and Ohio State won that 42 to 35 on its way to a national championship. Uh, yeah, there's going to be no defense to be found in this game. Both of these offenses are elite. My it's opinion. Also, also going to be Steve Sarkeesian's last game as OC for Alabama. Yep. So yes, goes, that's true. Or he goes to, Going to Texas. Texas. Mm-hmm. So, Welcome, baby. Uh, um, uh, 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 with Ohio State, their offense is good, but this Alabama offense is one of the best offenses in the history of college football. <laughs> they haven't scored below thirty-five points all season. I just—it's really going to depend. For Ohio State to win this game, they're going to have to protect the football on offense and use Trey Sermon and Justin Fields to keep Alabama on the sidelines. Because if this is back and forth, Alabama is going to blow this team out because their offense is too good. Um, for Alabama, they got to force turnovers and just ride their offense like they have been doing all year. Um, I think this game is closer than people think, but I think Alabama does end up pulling it out to win their third national championship under the college football playoff era. Uh, Alabama's been the best team all season long. They're nasty. Um, they got an elite running back. They have two elite receivers, Jalen Waddle plays, of course. Uh, when it comes to Mac Jones, he's a prototypical quarterback. He's a pocket passer. He has a strong arm. He's accurate. Uh, and I think Alabama's offense is just too good. I've got them 45-37 over Ohio State in a closer game than other people. Regardless, I'm glad it's not Alabama Clemson again. I like a fresh matchup. I agree. Absolutely. But with, you know, the NFL playoffs coming up and obviously – uh, I know what everybody's answer is going to be, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Who's everybody's MVP pick for the National Football League? Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. All right. At least we're good on that point. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting playoffs, especially when we get to next week and the division around and see how the matchups turn into. Um, <clears throat> but I think the format – is what it should have been all along. I am under the assumption that there should only be one bye for the best team in the conference. I agree. If you want the bye, win more games. Oh, and on top of they're adding 17 games to, to the year, to yes. the season. Yes. Take it appreciating that game. I don't know what y'all's is, still be Buddha, but Carolina's going to end up playing the Texans as their 17th game. I think ours is the Buccaneers. I have no idea what ours is. 
There's a thing I found on Twitter that I can send y'all that'll, that'll show you who it is. Yeah, yeah I've seen this. I, I, like, glared at this, like, glance at the schedule, seen some of the games. But... Um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting playoffs. Playoffs are my favorite time of year, or second favorite time of year when it comes to the NFL. My favorite time of the year is the NFL draft. But it's going to be interesting considering everybody but Carl <clears throat> in here has top ten picks at the moment. Um, I would rather be in the playoffs, but, you know. <laughs> um, I would, too. I think the Eagles are at 6, Dallas is at 10, and Carolina is at 9. God, I want a new quarterback. So bad. Tanner Farley. That's all I want. Hey, I just need a receiver. Let's trade Carson Wentz to Carolina. Yeah. That's yeah. fine by me. Yeah. Let's do that. That's fine by me. I'll take him over, Teddy. Yeah, and here's not, the re- not a person I can tell how bad Carson Wentz Hey, and here's the reason that's not going to happen. Because Carson Wentz makes $35 million, and Teddy Bridgewater's cap hit is $23 million. That would be absolute like cap and everything else suicide. The, the Eagles already committed cap suicide. They can't even play football next year at this rate. They're like eighty million over the cap. Hey, hey, hey hold on, hold on. The, the Eagles are eighty million over the cap. At least they're not the Saints, who are almost a hundred million over the cap. Yeah. Like it's awful. They're gonna have to shed so much. This is why this is their last Super Bowl run because they're gonna have to shed half of their roster in the offseason. Even have but a playoff team. Bills the future. Oh yeah, Mister Sixteen and a Half Million Dollar a Year. No. Dude, he can do it all. Okay? No. He can do it all, but he can't do anything well. Right. Like, <laughs> he's the new style of quarterback you want. If, you he, want if he is if the new style of quarterback, I, have, I could play in the National Football League. <laughs> That's right. Randy Crenna Prescott. You heard it here. Playing for well, the Cowboys in 2021. Where did that come from? Then, then I have a serious question. I was, I've been thinking oh, about this lately. Please ask. Do tell. Who is the greatest Cowboys quarterback of all time? There's only one answer. Here. Roger, the Dodger star. Oh, thank God. Uh, he was about to say something else. I was about no, to just kick no, him out of this no, podcast no, right now. No, we don't talk about that. Horrible. I would have hung up. Because I've seen I've seen people say Romo and I was. Oh, no, I, no, I, no. I, I, I like Romo. I think Any answer Romo. other than Troy Aikman is half acceptable. If yeah, if you'd have said a Troy Aikman, I would have left. <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> One of the most overrated. Oh, here's a question. Since they <laughs> since they did release this the other day, Carl and I have already talked about this, but I want to hear y'all's opinion. Does Calvin Johnson get into the Hall of Fame this year? Yep. Yes. Woo! That was quick because I don't think he does. Why? Why? Okay, because he's a receiver. They held T.O. out of the Hall of Fame for three years. No way Megatron's getting in. There was a reason they did that. get him in. It's just that simple. And plus all the stuff Calvin's talked about the NFL after he retires. Hey, listen. Hey, I have a a follow-up question. Do you think once Larry Legend retires and his first year eligibility for the Hall of Fame that rolls around, do you think he'll make it? Yes. Yes. Okay, what's the difference between him and Megatron? They both. Jefferson has talked so shit about the off the, off the field, field issues. It's not numbers. Dude, about off the field dude Megatron talks cash about the Lions because they still haven't paid his money. Yeah, the NFL don't like that. <laughs> Here's the I thing. As good, hold on. Here's the thing, Buddha. Yes, he definitely should. Will he know? Buddha, here's the thing. Calvin Johnson was one of the best receivers of all time, but Larry Fitzgerald depending on opinion, to me anyway, is the second greatest receiver He's to ever play this game. 
Like, the only one to me that's in front of him is Jerry Rice. <laughs> you say he's the second? <laughs> yep. Oh no! What about he, Randy Moss? I, know, I Randy think Fitz Moss. is better. Randy. That's why I said. Irvin. Oh, did stop you it! Irvin? You did not say Michael <laughs> no, Irvin. You did not. Irvin. You did not just say Michael Irvin. You gotta be kidding me! You did not just oh, say Michael I'm Irvin crying. is better than Randy Fitzgerald. I'm actually crying. That's that's why I said top three is acceptable because it's Rice and Moss, and then I'm okay with Larry being at three. Not two, though. Come on, man. Oh, my God. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, also just gonna, like, yeah, I, I, also just gonna mention uh, Panther Sam Mills is a finalist. Rondé Barber's a finalist. Uh, I for, trying to remember. But I think Calvin is the most talked about finalist just because of how short his career was and how dominant he was. Um, the And the top two in the class are like surefire locks. Peyton. Peyton and Charles Woodson. Yeah, Peyton and Charles Woodson are in. Yes, sir. They're definitely in. Um, but my question is like Peyton Manning is retired now. It's like, is Tom Brady going to play till he's 50 at this rate? <clears throat> Jeez. Like. <laughs> They're going to put Tom Brady in the Hall of Fame before he retires. It wouldn't even shock me. <laughs> just throw him in there. Just switch him over. But it, it will be interesting. Uh, we're all going to be rooting for the Colts because, you know, all of our teams are sitting their asses at home. Bring your mojo, boys. Um, but, yeah, we broke down the wild card round matchups. We talked about the Alabama-Ohio State game. Delby and Buda argued about the Cowboys and Eagles, but that's something that happens every time they're on here. Not, no, 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 no. Every day. Facts. It really is. Every day. <laughs> when they're it on. really is. Every day. Part of the when you're in the same division as that garbage can we should have ended it. I know. Like, <laughs> should have ended it. Like, like, I ain't even gonna say nothing. Like, like, hey, hey, guess what? Another year of us splitting games. You know, talk to me when when y'all beat us twice in a season. <laughs> oh my gosh! You're like I said, dude. You're really proud of being uh, beating us when really been that news. He almost pulled it out. Hey, there, hey, you play, you plays out there. Okay. You plays anyway. out there. We oh, talked boy. about some awards and all that fun stuff. We will hope y'all do enjoy the playoff games this weekend and the national championship game if it's played, like Carl said it should be. And we will see y'all next week as we break down the wild card games and then more than most preview the divisional round games when Kansas City and Green Bay get back into action. But that's going to do it for all of us. That was Buddha. That was Delby. That was Carl. This is Big E. We will see y'all next time. Glad to be back. The boys out.